Now we um, actually at the day, well, week five of this series, Making a Leader, and we've been going through the stories uh, from the Bible character David. And so I thought I'd just give us a little revision if you've missed the last four weeks on what we've covered in this leadership series on David and um, fill you in on where we've been. So Troy kicked it off four weeks ago, the first one, and he covered the story of David uh, when David was a shepherd boy. Now I'm just going to ask you a question if you were there or if you're not, you can have a guess. So he kept repeating this phrase, um, God is more interested in what he wants to blank, 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 so that he may shine through us. So if you were there, do you know the three missing words? If you weren't, you can welcome to have a guess. Anyone know what words might fit into that? God is more interested in what he wants to... What was that? Do through us so that he may shine through us. Let's have a look at the answer. Very close, very close. Well done, Dale. So God is more interested in what he wants to do in us so that he may shine through us. That was Troy's repeated phrase. So he's talking about what's happening in in our learning so that we might be helping others. And uh, another one that he said here, see if you can finish this one. Leadership is about... Leadership is about... What do you think, Jackson? No? thought you had an answer there. I heard it. Somebody whispered it over here. Was that you, Yvonne? You knew knew the answers. All right. Um, Leadership is about others. So I thought they were key things in, in this little series. So the next one was actually Yvonne. So does anyone remember which Bible story came after David the shepherd? So Yvonne, Yvonne was the next speaker the next week, giving the talk. And it goes in chronological order. So you may think as what happens as he grows up, starting as a shepherd. That's coming one more before we get to that. <laughs> so the one that's before that is this one. So Yvonne talked about when David was picked out to be the next king and it's called the anointed bit. That's when they pour the oil on his head. Then the one that was just mentioned was Ali Box talked about this one and that was to David and Goliath and she had a phrase that I thought was good that was talked about each in each of these talks on leadership and this little thing, she talked about a broad sense of leadership in that we become people of... Anyone? What do you think? People of God is a good answer, Isaac. But in this one, with her leadership, is anyone else? Was anyone there? Did anyone, did anyone hear Ali? No? Okay. All right. Well, I better tell you then. Um, so it was influence. Uh, so Mel, you did get that. You just weren't brave enough to say it. Okay. So that's the broad sense of leadership. This people of influence thing is about us focusing on others and helping others. And after Ali... Last week was Steve. Now, this one's a little bit easier because it was only a week ago. (laughs) Does anyone remember what story Steve told last week? Here we are, good. So we've got David and Bathsheba and there's David. He's become king now and he is uh, on the rooftop. Um, And if you heard the story, you know where he's looking. Anyway, so um, we'll move on from there. And today we are going to pick up 
another story of this David and he's still king at this point and we're going to look at another part of leadership. So uh, to start the story I actually have some different style pictures for this part of the story and here is our King David and King David at this point is thinking so he needs a little uh, thought bubble with a question mark. He's actually thinking about his really good friend Jonathan who had died and he's wondering if there's anyone left in Jonathan's family that he could show kindness to. So um, he calls in one of the guys who used to work for David's father, Saul. Now at this point Saul was king and uh, Jonathan, sorry. So Saul's the king, Jonathan's the son, Jonathan is best mates with David and this guy, Zeba, he used to work for Saul. So King David calls him in, says, you're Zeba? And he says, yeah, that's me. And he says, you used to work for Saul? And he says, yes, I did. And at this point, he's probably nervous because uh, this is King Saul and this is David before he was king. So the guy who worked for King Saul might be nervous because Saul tried to kill David on many occasions. In fact, he chased him around the whole country trying to kill him with the army. So Zeba, back here, he might not be smiling. He might be thinking, uh-oh, David might want some revenge on, uh, on someone from King Saul's family. But he asks the question, is there anyone left from his family? Is there anyone left from Jonathan's family? And the answer is yes. There's one guy left. Jonathan had a son whose name was Mephibosheth, but he can't walk. So now we have to give you some backstory on Mephibosheth. Um, so he's, he's looking a bit nervous there as he's getting these questions about Mephibosheth, but he does answer them. Um, now, Mephibosheth grew up as a normal little kid. This little picture here is going to be him in the story. He could walk, play with his friends, and it was all fine until there was um, some bad news. Actually, King Saul and Jonathan were off at, at war. They're fighting away in a battle. And then there is some bad news uh, coming in. Actually, I wonder if I could have an actor for this. Who's good? Who would be a good actor for a messenger? Isaac, would you like to do it? Okay, so we have to, first of all, just come on in. Does, are we able to get this mic working? Is that, is that okay? This is close to him. So you've got to run in like you're in a panic. Can you do that? Okay, so run in like he's in a panic. Turn around this way. And you've got to act like you're out of breath because you've been running. You've just come from battle. And I better find your line. Here we go. Let's see if I can find your line. I'll just tell you. The king's dead. Okay. King's dead. Now you've got to announce it to everyone. The king's dead. And Jonathan too. And Jonathan. Okay, cool. Thank you. Give a clap to our actor. Good job. Okay. So the messenger comes in with the bad news that the king's, king had died, the king's son had died. Now the grandson of the king is in danger. So I need another actor. Soph, come on here. So Soph, you can be the, this lady here who is called the nurse. She's the lady who looks after the boy. So come up on stage. Now what tends to happen when the king dies and the king's son dies, is that the next in line could be in danger. So the lady says, Oh my, I'm 
Yes, you may may not have heard that. Hang on, let's try it again. So you've only got one line, so if we better hear it. Here we go. Oh my, I must save the boy. Okay. So she runs to find Mephibosheth, the boy, and grabs him. Go and run around, find him over here behind the guitar. She grabs the boy <laughs> gently. And to rescue this boy, to get him out of danger, she runs. So run, do a slow motion run across here. But as she's running, she trips and the boy spills out of her hand. (laughs) And he lands really badly on his ankles. Now, at this point here, he he could have been the next leader of his country. He spills out of her hands, kasplat. There might have been someone else who wanted to kill him to make sure they could become the next leader of the country. So at this point, when the Mephibosheth spills out of her hands, that's what we call a leadership spill. <laughs> Sorry, second political joke, no more. No more political jokes. All right, so she picks up the boy with his smashed ankles and she runs to a little village where no one will find them and Mephibosheth grows up in secret in this village, but he can't walk. So he's not part of the royal family. And as we know, David was picked out to be the next king anyway. Um, And there he is, living there. So now back to David. David is on the throne. He's asked this servant to go get Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth is called in. He makes his way to the palace, wondering what's going on. He gets to David and he kneels down in front of him and David says to him, I want you to come. Actually, first of all, I'm going to give you the land that used to belong to your grandfather and I want you to live here in the palace with me and you will eat with us like you are part of the family. And Mephibosheth, well, he doesn't think much of himself. He's got a low self-esteem. In fact, he says, his response is, Why would you do this for me? I am worth no more than a dead dog. There is my picture of a dead dog uh, right there. So, But David reassures him. He says, no, you are part of the family and you will eat with us always. And he does. There he is there. David keeps his promise and here is Mephibosheth about to grow old. There. And as you see, David's aged quite well. He hasn't changed much at all, see? Yeah. Not bad. Okay, so Mephibosheth grows up uh, in, uh, in the palace as promised. So this story of David is kind of a good one because as a king, he's not thinking about himself. He's not calling for entertainment. He's not calling in for wine and things for himself. He's actually just starting the story, sitting around thinking who he could be kind to. And this is the, the, the title of today's little talk, is The Focus of a Leader. And the focus of a leader is about who is around them that they can care for, that they can be a person of influence for, who's around them that they can help. So, um, I've got a video clip from a movie you may recognise where someone was stuck in this challenge of thinking about themselves or going to help others. Here it is. You've been alive all this time. Why didn't you come back to Pride Rock? Well, I just needed to get out on my own. 
live my own life. And I did. And it's great. We've really needed you at home. No one needs me. Yes, we do. You're the king. Nala, we've been through this. I'm not the king. Scar is. Simba, he let the hyenas take over the Pride Lands. What? Everything's destroyed. There's no food, no water. Simba, if you don't do something soon, everyone will starve. I can't go back. Why? You wouldn't understand. What wouldn't I understand? No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Hakuna Matata. What? Hakuna Matata. It's something I learned out here. Look, sometimes bad things happen. Simba. And there's nothing you can do about it. So why worry? Because it's your responsibility. Okay. Don't you hate it when a movie stops and you just start get hearing you know, what's going on in the story? Okay, so Simba is caught in this dilemma. He could just kick back with a bit more me time, as he described it. Get out on my own. Live my own life. Akuna Matata. Or he could think about the challenge of leadership and going to help those people who needed his help. And uh, that dilemma of, well, I think about myself and get a bit more me time, or I think about other people and think who really needs some help, is a challenge that we all face. We all face this challenge. And I remember thinking about it, particularly when I first came, when I first moved to Melbourne from Ballarat. And I didn't know anyone. And I remember going to a church where I didn't know anyone. It was quite a big church. And as I was walking in, I was thinking, first thing is, am I going to know anyone? Am I going to be, is anyone going to talk to me? Am I going to be sitting on my own? Um, I was sitting on my own today down the front because my family decided they wanted to sit up the back. But on this occasion, I walked in thinking, I don't know anyone. Will I be on my own? And as I was sitting there, actually I was sitting there on my own to start with, and I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to worry about this. So after, after the thing finished, I, I just looked around to see if there was someone else who looked lonely, who looked like they needed to be welcoming. And it wasn't long before I didn't worry about what was happening for me because I started helping other people. And I thought, that's the kind of um, flip in thinking that I think we all need to grow towards. It's a tricky thing, isn't it? Just that challenge of thinking of other people. And I love looking at examples of people who've done this really, really well. And one of them for me is somebody who's very close to me who passed away recently, and that's my mum. And um, I thought it, we, we showed this photo at her service um, and, uh, because I wanted to talk about it because it shows my mum who was such a great listener. And this photo is her listening to somebody very intently. And um, I actually read out, I've got a quote that I read from my cousin about my mum. If I could just read it for you, if I can find it. Um, Where is it? It's gone. Oh, here we are. Um, When Auntie Con was listening, she was not thinking about what she was going to say next. She was thinking about how to help the other person. Then she would tell a story And that story would contain some wisdom that would help other people, the other person, become a better person. And I thought, my mum didn't have any leadership position at all, but she was always thinking about other people. And she always had that focus of trying to help the person that she interacted with. And that's the kind of flip in thinking that that I like to look to good examples of. We often go through times in life where we have 
big needs and it's really easy to kind of look inward at then. But even then, I think the challenges for us is still to look at other people. And another great example, I haven't got a photo of these two. I, I think of a, a couple who were amazing at always thinking of others. In fact, uh, Jules made a, a uh, was, well, this lady taught Jules when she was young at church. I don't know if it was called Sunday school, but probably was back then. So Jules' Sunday school teacher um, had cancer and it went and then came back and she was about to go in for the next round of uh, treatment, which is really rough stuff. So Jules made a meal for it and her husband uh, also was going into hospital for heart surgery. So this pair were facing some really serious medical um treatment and Jules made a meal and I delivered the meal so I went round to their house knocked on the door said hello handed over the meal and I what do you think they were doing to prepare for their serious medical treatment they themselves were cooking for the local community meals thing that their church was involved in so the 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 husband's name was Fred he was had a mountain of potatoes that he was peeling and um, Karen was the lady and she was chopping up vegetables and I was just blown away at this couple who continually thought of others and continually served other people it was an amazing example and of course um, we have the example of Jesus when the disciples were sitting around arguing about who's the greatest Jesus showed them the example by getting down and washing their feet and then finishing it with those exact words, I do this as an example for you. The, um, this verse here is a great one that goes with that. In humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus thinking of that foot washing thing as we relate to each other we have that mindset how can I serve you how can I serve somebody else this um this kind of mindset really is the starting point in um in following Jesus the way Jesus put it was deny yourself take up your cross and follow me and that following me thing is um about um, learning from Jesus, getting directions from Jesus, following Jesus' example. And those who um, belong to him, who make a decision to follow him, they learn from him, they take direction from him uh, and do just as he did. So that is kind of a starting point, but it's also the way we continue as we follow him through life and we continue to grow in that. So the, the last thing I actually wanted to do in this little part of the talk is just give a little bit of advice on how we can continue to grow in this area. And uh, the first thing I just wanted to point out is that we always get messages on the reverse of this. We always get uh, this, sorry this one's a little bit fuzzy, but I found this ad funny from a university that their catchphrase from this university to try and get its students was, it's you time. Um, I wasn't quite sure what they were aiming at here, whether you go to university and that's the time where you really kick back and have a party or um, whether it, they were thinking it's your time to really be successful. Maybe that was it. 
Um, but anyway, there are a lot of messages around that encourage you for the me time thing. And um, I think, you know, we can go with that and try and get as much me time as we can and think about ourselves. And Or we could um, not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And the key word for me in this passage is the word let. We're allowing God to transform us, to make us into a new person. And it's actually our thinking that is beginning to change as God transforms us. So, my little list of of tips for growing in this area. Allowing God to uh, change the way you think. Not doing it in our own strength, not doing it in our own willpower, but asking God for help to learn Bible verses like the ones I've just put on the screen, to build a desire to serve God and to grow a habit or develop a habit of thinking of others and to learn from people who set a good example. And uh, we've looked at some of those in the stories today. That's my little list and um, I'd like now just to pray before whatever happens next. God, thanks for the morning we've had this morning, the fun we've had, the cahoots, the games, and uh, thanks for this series we've had on leadership, learning how to be people of influence. And we also thank you for the example of Jesus who got down, washed his disciples' feet, and the examples of people that we know who just always seem to be caring, always seem to be helping. Lord, we pray if we haven't made this start, that we're able to make this start in following you, to deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow you. And if we have been journeying with you, I pray that we continue to journey with you in this and continue to grow. Help us to become the kind of people that are always focused on serving you and looking out for others. Amen.